1: On a Veterans Day weekend, we're so glad you're joining us. My name is Adam Ritz. Jay Baker with me. Happy Veterans Day weekend, Jay. How are you? I'm doing great, Adam. So most of our stations airing the show uh, are playing us on a, on a Sunday morning. That means tomorrow, uh, Monday, November 11th is Veterans Day. So I thought we'd start with just a little, I guess, fun fact uh, info check of what, in fact, Veterans Day is in the history of it.
0: Uh, and i know you know all this because you're a huge history buff i know that this goes way back where we've taken uh, special days to actually consider our veterans were you a history major i was not but boy i really love 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 history enough maybe i should have pursued that
1: You, you know it's never too old to go back and get your at least minor you could or a double major in in history
0: what did you waste your college degree on Uh, Zoology. Are you kidding? And I'm in radio, (laughs) so I feel like, but I'm really good around animals. (laughs) Zoology. (laughs) Yes. What uh, the suggestion was is that if you took zoology, that would set you up to go to medical school. And the people who have met me now later said... What kind of crazy pipe dream was that? Because to get into medical school, you need to be dedicated, you need to have the eye of the tiger, and you have to really, really, really want to buckle down and learn a great deal about biological systems. Unfortunately, I was just poorly equipped to do that. But once I'd taken a bunch of credits, I just finished it up. So,
1: well, I'm sure you're, maybe you're just a few classes short of getting a, a double major with zoology and history, uh, because I know you know everything about. Veterans Day, but for our listeners that maybe uh, know of it, have heard of it, celebrate it, thank their fa- f- you know family members and friends who have served. Can I um, guess
0: when this might have started? Sure. It, I think that it started around the Civil War, didn't it? Wasn't it a, a way for us to honor those that served? And that was such an amazing conflict. It, not amazing like, amazing like, you know, boy, we're glad it happened, but such a monumental conflict it touched literally everyone in America.
1: It uh, you're close. It was uh, it it came from World War One. Okay. Uh, veterans Day, originally known as Armistice Day, all right, uh, is a federal holiday observed annually on November 11th for honoring military veterans. Um, it coincides with other holidays, including Armistice Day, Remembrance Day, which are celebrated in other countries that mark the anniversary of the end. Of World War One, and this will make sense because I know you've you've heard this in radio lore. Um, World War One formally ended at the eleventh hour of the eleventh day of the eleventh month. Yes, in 1918. So November 11th, the eleventh day of the eleventh month, 1918. That's when the armistice with Germany went into effect. At the urging of uh, major U.S. veteran organizations, Armistice Day
0: was renamed Veterans Day in 1954. Well, and World War I was such a horrific struggle. And in any war, we have to send young people off to fight. So that's what makes Veterans Day a very important holiday to me, uh, because some people have made an amazing sacrifice in their life to go off and do not— they have to go do what not everybody's able to do. So I tip my hat to my father, who was a U.S. Marine, uh,
1: 1957 to 1961. And uh, he's still he's in Florida right now listening to the broadcast. So thank you, Father, for your service. Uh, how about yourself? What's the closest family or, or friend that my you have? My dad in was
0: uh, in the Army. Uh, and had joined the Army Reserve because the Korean War was going on at the time. And uh, there were a lot of guys that wanted to help, but the Army Reserve was not calling up quite as many soldiers. So a lot of people kind of said, I want to serve, I want to help. But going to a war is tough, and and we know we talk about that. That's, That's a difficult situation. And now anybody that's in the armed forces can be sent off to a war at a moment's notice. But yeah, I I really recognize just any relative going off and doing this is pretty pretty impressive.
1: I had the years wrong on my dad because it just popped in my head. He, he was in the Marines from 1959 to 1963. And I think I'm right on this. I'm sure our listeners will fact check me, but he was released uh, honorably from the Marines two days before the Bay of Pigs happened in nineteen sixty-three. And had he um had his discharge been the day the Bay of Pigs controversy happened in Cuba, then he would have they would have not released him for two more years. Because, because they, they didn't know they needed soldiers, you know, right? Yeah, they needed the uh, the the manpower. They didn't know where that was going to go, if it was going to lead to war. And so he he got out two days before Bay of Pigs. And he's always joked, people ask him about, you know, when you meet a guy approaching 80 years old with gray hair, some worn life on his face, who was in the Marines, your first question is, did you see any action? What what war were you in? Or were, were you involved with any battles? And my dad was not, but he will tell you that he has six confirmed kills because he was a cook.
0: <laughs> in the mess hall, it's verified. Yeah, that's <laughs> pretty funny. It's it's been my
1: dad's joke since since I've been born. Uh, but anyway, thank you, Dad, uh, for your service. For everyone listening, yes. all men and women of the U.S. Armed Forces. Happy Veterans Day, and we honor your service. This is the Adam Rich Show. We cover public affairs in America. We're underwritten by vibeonomics V-I-B-E, just like the vibe. In your space right now, that's what uh, Vibonomics does. They contribute to your economics and bottom line through the vibe in your space. Uh, you can check them out at Vibonomics.com. It's an audio experience advertising platform. It'll make sense when you check out, especially if you're a store a store owner and you're looking for some background music that can work for you and increase your bottom line with some advertising revenue check out Vibonomics.com. we appreciate uh, everybody at Vibonomics for helping out with the show in fact we are coming to you from the Vibonomics worldwide headquarters in the Vibonomics radio studios right now jay baker uh i have so much fun doing this show with you uh, some of the topics we talk about uh are helpful they help mankind. Sometimes they don't. And I and, and for our listeners, full disclosure, I never know what you're going to bring up on the show. I think
0: that's part of the fun
1: of it. I, don't I know, appreciate
0: you letting me do that.
1: I don't know if you're going to help me right now or, or just make me chuckle.
0: Either <laughs> way, I can't wait. I think this will be a help, Adam. <laughs> and I'll of tell you, you do. why. <laughs> of course you do. I feel like it will be, yes. Uh, bear with me here. Uh, but I think you'll enjoy this from a standpoint of We have been joking in the office about for the past two months because as we approach fall, we have the fun of Halloween. We have the eating that is Thanksgiving. And of course, it won't be long before we have a lot of holiday sales and holiday parties. It's a great time for everybody just to really be festive. So what have we jokingly said, it's getting to be that time of year. It's getting to be that time of year it truly is this time around, because if you think about it, for uh, all of us, Halloween is in the rear view mirror. What comes next, of course, is Thanksgiving. But shortly after Thanksgiving, things really pick up quite rapidly for families as you approach, uh, you know, the Christmas holiday.
1: End of the year celebrations, you know, the first of the year, the New Year's Eve, New Year's Day celebrations, uh, all of the family and friends get-togethers, uh, all of those extra calories, which I have not been waiting for December for, I'll tell you that I'll be honest with you. I've I've put on a few pounds. I need to be careful. I know. I know. I know. I know what you're thinking.
0: Uh, but yeah, it's a great. It's that time of year again. It is that time of year again. So here's my suggestion that you actually create a holiday planner. You do a master plan just like a corporation that says we have to have sales, we have to have marketing, we have to have production. You actually lay out a holiday planner. Now you can do this on your computer or since so many things are on the computer nowadays, why not go that great analog route? It wasn't that long ago, Adam. Remember when everybody had to have an elaborate way of keeping your different schedules. I think they were called day, some were called day timers. Uh, but day, were, planner. day planner. I always called
1: mine a day planner.
0: Yeah, and you knew you could buy even like 40 and 50 and $60 ones if you were so inclined at the store.
1: And you could buy the refillable pages so that you could just keep adding months and days to your existing day planner. That, that hardbound you know,
0: book that you kept uh, in your briefcase. Absolutely. So what I'm going to suggest to you is find one of those great old day planners or find one of those great uh, planning calendars that uh, local stores give you that go, I'd probably never use this. There were two or three I got last year. I didn't end up using them, but these are perfect for this activity. Why? Because believe it or not, you want to actually have a game plan going into this, not the least of which, If you think about sending out holiday cards, um, some people will include a family newsletter. Now, if you sit down and try to craft a family newsletter, let's say 48 hours before you mail out the cards, for you to suddenly sit down and go, what did our family do this year? I maintain that it's difficult to recall all the things you did. So even something as simple as doing a monthly synopsis. I know this sounds a little crazy, but if you are into holiday newsletters, you'll be glad you can go back and refer to those. Oh, in April, uh, that's when uh, my uncle got this award, or little Johnny came home from school with this award. I guess if you
1: don't keep track, when you sit down to write that newsletter in December, it's going to be
0: top-heavy like from Halloween on, sure, the kids were great at Halloween. They we went, had uh, a
1: yeah. great year. I mean, it started out cold, and then it got hot, and then it got a
0: little cool again. And here's here's yes, in detail absolutely. from Halloween on. Something happened last summer. I'm sure of it. <laughs> you know what I mean. So yes, something as simple as having a brief synopsis each month. So think about digging out one of these great old calendar books because you're going to want to take a look. You know that when it comes time to give. Uh, even something like holiday cards, kind of important to have that list. Uh, Some people are comfortable with spreadsheets. Uh, Not everybody is. Even if you just do it a nice long list, Uh, because oftentimes even if you list the names, have you noticed it's hard to dig up all the addresses? Mm -hmm. And if somebody moves and or you get a card from somebody you'd like to add to your list, a lot of times you have some section where you've ripped off the return address from the envelope, and you've thrown it, quote, somewhere. Mm -hmm. Well, what you want to do is be able to keep all these things together. So even if you write them out in what we call now analog fashion, you know, you want to have one concise area where you can keep track of all these.
1: Now, I want to go against the grain on something you said, and I don't feel bad saying this because I know you don't do it. I get a Christmas card from you, and I appreciate it. You do not send me a... Year in advance, um, <laughs> what'd you call it? A letter of the. It's called the family the, newsletter. The family newsletter. Yes, you do I, not, I,
0: I spare you. That. You do
1: not send me a family newsletter. Right. I get a Christmas card from you, and I would like to just suggest to everybody, at least if you, if you, if I'm on your mailing list this holiday season, right. please don't send me a family newsletter.
0: <laughs> I'm asking you. I'm just hoping, you, please. I know
1: somebody who's in their car driving, listening to this, thinking, I don't. I don't like to read those. And you know, you're it's you're in your you get your mail, you're going through, it's so you you look at a picture of somebody's family that says happy holidays, you're flying through your mail, then all of a sudden that one guy sends you a family newsletter, and you actually feel I do, I feel guilty if I don't read the darn thing. So now I've gotta actually stop what I'm doing, read these. 11 paragraphs of what this guy and his family has been up to for the last year right and unless they almost cured cancer i don't really care how their summer vacation <laughs> was so maybe i'm maybe i'm the jerk but let's
0: you are a little bit of a scrooge but i do understand where you're coming start from. a
1: movement here here's your american public affairs advice for this for this holiday season do not write a
0: family newsletter just send a card <laughs> Now this year I'm inclined to write about a fictional family and include it in this in the card that I send you. <laughs> well have you ever seen those uh, yes, the fake ones? I have.
1: sometimes like, you know, uh oh it's been a wonderful year for the Smith family. Uh Jenny got a seventeen point nine grade point average, you know, just everything's right. over the top and over yeah. Uh, exaggerated on how successful this overachieving family yeah. is. So maybe if you're going to do a family newsletter, take it that route. Go way, way over the top, or just or dial back and just tell everybody you know how <laughs> miserable you are. But, it's been a terrible year for the Smith family. <laughs> it was
0: it was touch and go there for a few weeks. So, but you do know what I mean about when you do this holiday planner, and you want oh, to kind yeah. of keep yeah. track of you know. And I think that that's great that you're on our Christmas card list because my wife thinks you're a great guy. That's mostly because she's not around you all day. She has this weird concept that you're totally terrific. And, you know, I have not dissuaded her otherwise.
1: Well, I don't ever want to spend a lot of time with her because I just want her to keep thinking that. I do. We
0: all want her to keep thinking that. So, yeah. So, think in terms of having a place where, once again, you go back to. Now, you know, extrapolating this thing out so far as, you know, you're doing this big planning, Adam, you should even maybe think about some of the shopping that you might do. As you know, there's two famous shopping days, Black Friday and Cyber Monday. And those are legitimate deals where retailers go out of their way to really just go crazy on those days with outstanding prices. Now, we don't recommend we'll see the occasional YouTube video of a crowd that's run amok at a large retailer. We don't recommend that you become part of that crowd, but think in terms of the gifts that you have to buy and you plan these out just like a general would plan out a campaign in a war. I really like that idea. It makes sense.
1: I I agree with that. And and I uh, will just throw in uh, something that happened to me last year on uh, the week of Black Friday, I was looking for a particular item and I was, so I went on Wednesday, uh, the day before Thanksgiving, because I was just seeing what was available, if they had it, if the deal, if their sale, what time on Friday did the sale start? Was this available online? Could I do it from home? Blah, blah, blah. Turns out their Black Friday sale started on Wednesday morning. So I was able to purchase that item at the sale price the day before Thanksgiving, before. The huge crowds of the chaotic Black Friday shopping experience, if you know what the, how crazy that can be. So maybe uh, if if you're if you have the time on the Wednesday or even,, I don't know, if maybe those sales started on Monday. Uh, maybe it's a whole week thing now. Um, and I'm sure the, you know, the seasoned shopper right now is laughing at me because they know exactly how Black Friday sales work. Uh, I don't really know. So maybe if if you have something on your list this year that you need to get for somebody, and you want to get the best deal but don't want to mess with the crowds on actual Black Friday, check it out early in the week, a couple of days before Thanksgiving. You might be able to get that sale price before the crowds.
0: And you said something, too, that's a very operative word here. Think about the gifts that you're going to buy. We tend to buy gifts for the same people. Uh, And different traditions crop up and different traditions go away. Um, One of the traditions that happened in our family is we said – that once kids reach a certain age, it's really hard to wow them with a gift. You can take in a 7- or 8-year-old and buy them a, an oversized fire truck, and they're going to go crazy and play with that thing all day. Nowadays, a 12-, 13-, 14-year-old, unless it's designer jewelry or designer clothing or a new device, a new uh, you know uh, new uh, iPad or iPhone, they're just going to go. So, yeah. At a certain age, and I forget where the cutoff was, we said, okay, we're going to stop buying gifts for kids of this age, not because we want to ruin their Christmas, but, you know, and I think we did the gift card exchange or something. There was some type of gift that we just gave them because we realized there's no way you're going to shop for certain people on your list. But pre-plan who you are going to shop for because then, as Adam said, you can get them that very thoughtful gift. Um, that's pertinent to what they do. So as you said, you know, pay attention. Does Is somebody suddenly very interested in their health, you get them uh, a shoe store uh, gift card as opposed to just some generic thing where they go, well, I'm not sure I can drink $40 of that style coffee, but I'm really glad you gave me a $50 card so I can go down and get a new pair of running shoes. So I think this is really cool. You kind of plan out ahead of time for the absolute most thoughtful gift and what your approach can be. Now, when it comes to the holidays, what do we think about food and parties?
1: Cookies, Christmas cookies. um, And uh, did I say Christmas cookies already? Because I think of Christmas cookies. You did because you love
0: Christmas cookies. And in fact, Christmas cookies are one of your favorite things along with Christmas cookies.
1: I after I have a batch of Christmas cookies, I usually like to have some icing.
0: Yes. And then
1: I'll go back and have some Christmas cookies.
0: <laughs> That's a good idea. That's a plan that can never go wrong. So yes, you do want to make a list ahead of time of exactly what you're going to make. Some people have like this amazing ability like their fudge is incredible. Uh their cookies are incredible. Whatever it is, think about that because speaking of thoughtful gifts, if you were to give Adam a tin of very carefully crafted Christmas cookies, he would really appreciate that. And that'd be a better gift than many what many people than, could get you. Than the running shoes. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> I'd rather have the
1: tin of cookies.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. So you, think in terms of who might like to receive your uh, Christmas goodies. And that's another master planning thing because you need to buy the ingredients set this up. And then, as you well know, with baked goods, Adam, you got to get them out in a timely fashion. So, you can't make them three weeks ahead of time. You got to kind of plan, uh, you know, as we've found out from the Asian car makers, it's called on-time delivery. So, you got to get the manufacturing and delivery set up that way. So,
1: Jay, have you heard of Divinity? It sounds delicious, but
0: I don't think I know much about it.
1: I, when I think of uh, Christmas, you know, treats and holiday treats uh, and Christmas cookies, uh, what every year it pops in my mind is is this stuff my mom used to make called divinity. And it was this white, almost like meringue,
0: you know, okay. like a,
1: a meringue pie. Uh, they were these little tiny, air puffy type cook. They were almost cookies. Uh, Imagine like some sort of white dough. It's almost got the consistency of like icing, but you just you drip it onto uh, a a pan, and then you cook them like cookies, and they bake. But my mom only made them during the holidays. She would make tens. I mean, I was gonna say tens full of them, but she would make tens of thousands of them and give them away as gifts. And all of her sisters, my aunts, cousins, everybody wanted this treat called Divinity. And I didn't know, and, and she stopped, you know, she's almost 80. This is something she used to do when I was a kid back in the late 70s, early 80s. So I, we haven't had it in a, in, a, in a long time. I never really liked them. Again, I'm finding out I'm a Scrooge here on this show. I love, <laughs> no. I really love the holidays. <laughs> sure. You know I'm Mr. I Halloween. Know. You love I, the holidays. I love a theme. I'll start wearing Christmas sweaters on December 1st. I mean, I, right. I am no Scrooge. But I just wanted to know if you'd ever heard of Divinity, and if you liked it, because I really didn't. It was it's like you know, just eating hard cardboard versions of miniature meringue.
0: I just don't have a <laughs> handle on that, but you raise a great point. I had a grandmother who made an extraordinary fruitcake, and you know the running joke, you know, there's only ever been one fruitcake. It's uh, been returned it been or re-gifted yeah. or whatever. Uh, you know, not a lot of people are knocking each other over. Can you get me a fruitcake, please? But she used to make these great fruitcakes and people would say, oh, we love your fruitcakes. We want them. And people would actually eat them. So you're right. There are certain holiday treats. And if people are enthusiastic about your treats, once again, uh, kind of plan it out as we've been talking about in this episode. Yeah. And I bet your mom did have to kind of pre plan. You got to have the tins available and all the ingredients. And uh, I'm sure she made a production out of it.
1: It was, uh, yeah, it was just like the Lucy uh, episode with the chocolates on the conveyor belt. Yeah. I mean, we had this white dough and white treat divinity all over the house kitchen table, dining room table. Wax paper sheets full of them to let cool. Absolutely. Uh, crazy. Hopefully, somewhere there's someone driving in their car going, Yeah, my mom made Divinity too, and I didn't like it either.
0: Yeah, there are a lot of great <laughs> holiday treats. Some have come, some have gone. But once again, it, you got to think about these in terms. So as we started out the show, we said this really is like laying out a large campaign for a corporation because we didn't even really get into whether you're going to host a party or you're going to be doing some traveling over the holidays because those are their own Planning subsets. Uh, This year, I'm going to guess for you, no traveling. You came back from a big trip, but you will you be hosting a party or two?
1: Well, we do have, uh, you know, I've got some in-law type uh, Christmas Eve parties. Um, I am going to travel to Florida to see my parents over Christmas break. Uh, Wouldn't call it a vacation. We're just going to relax in my parents' Florida home and spend some family time together outside of the 30-degree temperature. Um, Yeah, so we're looking forward to that. And uh, you know, I was going to say when you you, you were talking about planning uh, and holiday planning, uh, and you know what, now that we've talked about it, I'm going to go get a day planner again. I really like, you know, I throw everything into my iPhone. There's a calendar there, but it's digital. I have to go look for it. I mean, there's something about flipping around pages with your fingers to see a to see, you know, the month at a glance or the day at the glance, and see what it, and, and not have it be on a two-inch screen on a device that could die if the battery fails. Uh, there's just something about writing it down too that makes it seem a little bit more real. Uh, but anyway, uh, something that's jumped out at me is uh, that I'm very cognizant of is that November this year there are, if you're on a pay schedule every two weeks, November there are three weekends uh, or five. There's five five Saturdays, which right. means you'll get paid three times. So maybe if you do, and maybe I'm wrong on how some companies pay, but if, if, if you're like me and you are going to get three paychecks this month instead of two, consciously put the middle paycheck away and maybe at least allocate most of it towards your holiday spending. That Correct. way, all of a sudden, it's not December 18th and you're like, oh my gosh, I've got a week until Christmas and I don't have any money. Absolutely. Um, So maybe remember that extra paycheck can help with your, and and so you don't have to go into debt either with your credit
0: cards. Well, that's the bottom line on this is not only should you plan ahead, but planning ahead also does involve budgeting. And you raise a great point. It's very easy. You think about uh, buying food for a Thanksgiving get-together, or you think about paying for even the ingredients for making lots of cookies and baked goods. You know, all this involves some pre-planning and at the end, you don't want to feel like uh, a chaotic mess has occurred, and you just spent hundreds of dollars you don't have. So I think that's another great point is you definitely want to budget. I wrote budget in big letters, so see you're really prescient about that because, yes, you want to be able to get through the holidays gracefully, and you don't want to have a huge Visa bill staring you in the face in January. Most uh, places in the country, it's gray skies and crappy weather in January. The last thing you want is Mr. Visa has some bad news for you.
1: Yeah, and I did just hear uh, on a national newscast that uh, it's, it's a pretty sizable percentage of Americans that just count on putting their holiday budget on credit on their credit cards. Right. So you know, I guess if you have to do what you have to do, and I guess if you look instead of just blowing twelve hundred bucks all at once, if you want to spend a hundred bucks a month over the next year on paying off this credit card, there will be some interest involved, but. Uh, when you use a credit card to pay for the holidays, it can get away from you because that yes. whole, you know, D W L. My friends and I in college had it had a um, a saying: D W L. Deal with later. Right. Any kind of big project, a test, an exam. Should we study tonight? Eh. D W L. Let's deal with that <laughs> later. Well, if you have D W L with your credit cards in the holidays, all of a sudden. You you know that credit card that you almost had paid off. It's got a three hundred dollar but you right. know balance on it. Now all of a sudden you're right. January tenth statement comes along and it's now up to thirty eight hundred bucks. Oh, and ah, now you have to deal with it.
0: Later has come. Deal with now. D W N. So with some careful pre planning, you'll be all set. Everything from uh, setting up. Uh, your lists of people that you're going to invite to parties to having your Christmas card list squared away. Do you keep a list of people you're not going to invite to your parties? <laughs> I, uh, I try to because... Am I on the list? Well, you know, as we know, historically, you have to have an enemies list. We've yeah. always heard that. Okay. <laughs> so uh-huh. yes, that's a good point. Yes, the converse of that does not work. So thank you for that. But yes, with some luck, you and some careful pre-planning, you'll enter the holidays less stressed, you'll be able to exit the holidays, hopefully not horribly in debt, Not terribly, uh, you know, that you've gained a bunch of weight and you're just miserable. So yes, careful pre-planning. You plan it out. Think in terms of what corporations have to do and think about the ingredients you have to buy, the things that you have to get, and the thoughtful gifts that you're going to buy and budget those and take advantage of Black Friday and Cyber Monday deals so you do save some money.
1: It's that time of year again, Jay. Thank you for all of those topics and uh, issues with pre-planning for the holidays. Uh, I want to remind our listeners that you can listen to this show, uh, this exact episode, online at adamritzshow.com. In fact, all of our episodes are in podcast form on that website, adamritzshow.com. If you have any show ideas or topics, you can get those to me uh, through social media. I am Adam Ritz Show on Facebook and Instagram, and you can catch me on Twitter at Adam Ritz. It's that time of year again, and we want to wish you all the the best of the holidays and hope you have a a great time from
0: now till Christmas. The Adam Ritz Show is recorded live, both in studio and across the country. For information on this broadcast, including how to hear this show on a station in your city, visit adamritzshow.com.